Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told in the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Hear your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I am your host, Fred. That kickin' theme music is from Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. Uh, today, we are continuing our series focused on our neighbors just to the south, the Colonial Radio Theater out of Boston, Massachusetts, not far from our Radio Drama Revivals produced in Portland, Maine. Um, uh, of course, as you know, uh, Colonial Radio Theater has produced a ton of work to date, and the piece that we're featuring in a couple of weeks, uh, for the couple of weeks here in the month of August, is Enjoy and the Adventure of the Golden Sphinx. Uh, it's kind of a fun yarn in the styles of um, um, classic adventure tales, um, and I think it's got a pretty good introduction um, of what happened last week. Uh, the crew from Yankee Clipper came to an exposed site of a forgotten Egyptian pharaoh, and uh, all was not as it seemed. Let's listen to the recap and get right into episode two of Yankee Clipper. Yankee Clipper. Colonial Radio Theater on the Air presents Yankee Clipper. The starring players... This is J.T. Turner. This is Joseph Zamparelli Jr. Shane Clark. Jeremy Benson. And this is Sam Donato. The Colonial Radio Theater presents the weekly adventures of the clipper ship Yankee Spirit as she sails on a most dangerous assignment in the year 1868. It stars J.T. Turner as Captain Martin Hawk, Joseph Zamparelli Jr. as Captain Luther Penrose, Jeremy Benson as Adam Dalton, Shane Clark as Cooper, and Sam Donato as Angus Reed. Tonight on Yankee Clipper, Chapter 2, The Black Arrow. Last time on Yankee Clipper... I want two armed men on the dock all night in ships guarding the Sphinx. Aye, Captain. What time is it, George? Two in the morning. I don't know why we have to stand guard over this thing. It weighs a ton. It's not like someone can just walk off with it. Captain's orders. Must be important. He had a spare mast brought on deck tonight so he can lift this crate on board in the morning. And now everyone's sleeping except us. I hate being on watch at night. Uh, stop complaining. <laughs> hey, did you hear that? Yeah. Halt! Don't come any closer. Stop, I say. Who are you? I am Inherit, he who brings back the distant one. Yeah? Well, sorry, but this place is off limits. Is it? And now Chapter 2, The Black Arrow. Where are those voices coming from? In the air, I... I can't... Can't tell from, from everywhere. His eyes, look at his eyes. Look at... Captain. Captain Hark, sir. Captain. What is it? Sir, it is urgent. Come in. 
sir. What time is it, Mr. Cooper? It's 5.30, sir. The sun is just rising. What is the trouble, Mr. Cooper? Sir, the two guards regarding the Sphinx are dead. What? Sir, please come on deck, sir. Is the gangway down? Aye, sir, but... Mr. Cooper, the Black Arrow. She's gone, sir. She left during the night? Sir, that's not all, sir. This way, down the gangway. The Sphinx, it's gone! Aye, Captain. Mr. Cooper, the, the bodies of the guards, I... I can't tell. Jones and Hensy, sir. Their faces. I know, sir. It's almost unbelievable. Get them below. We'll bury them at sea. Aye, Captain. And get them sewn into canvas with haste. I don't want the crew to see them. Sir. Who is the officer on deck? Mr. Dalton, sir. Where is he? We haven't been able to find him, Captain. Who is the watch? Stone, sir. And he is missing as well. What happened here? All right, take care of these men. I want to see all officers in my quarters in 15 minutes. Also, I want the bosun to conduct an entire search of the ship for the missing men. Immediately. Gentlemen, we have two crewmen dead, two missing, and the Golden Sphinx, considered priceless, has been stolen. Sometime during the night, the Black Arrow set out to sea, and I would believe she has the Sphinx on board. But how could they get the Sphinx onto the Arrow without us hearing it? How could the ship depart without anyone on the Spirit hearing it? I don't know the answer to either question. All I know is, the Sphinx is gone, and so is the Black Arrow. If I didn't know a few of the men on the Black Arrow, I would have sworn it was a ghost ship. I never saw anyone on board. I've never taken a liking to Captain Penrose, but I can assure you he does not command a ghost ship. Mr. Cooper, what has the search produced? Any sign of the missing men? No, Captain. Nothing. Very well. Shall I take a shore party and search the town? No, Mr. Cooper. Time is of the essence. We weigh anchor at once. I'll send word back to Professor Curtis and explain to him all that has happened. I shall ask him to organize the search party and look for Mr. Dalton and Mr. Stone. Wake the crew. Make ready for sea. We sail at once. I'll work out the bearing. Sail or no sail, we'll catch the morning wind. Mr. Harris, did you hear me? All sail, sir. How goes it, Mr. Reed? Anchor is away and we're laying sail, sir. Record time. Thank you, Mr. Reed. Mr. Cooper. Aye, sir. Please put a double lookout on the mainmast. We must find the Black Arrow before she gets too far ahead of us. Aye, sir. Look. Where? The mainmast. See? It looks like a body tied to the mast. It is a body. Mr. Reed. Aye, Captain. Look, there's a man tied to the mainmast. Get him down at once. Sir, here, my telescope. It's Dalton. Adam. Adam, can you hear me? How is he, sir? He appears to be coming around. Look at those scratches on his neck. Have you ever seen anything like that before? No, sir. They look like the claws of an animal. What is our present speed? We are at 18 knots, sir. Very good. Cap- Captain. Adam, I'm here, Adam. Stone, he's... he's, he's dead. I thought they would k- kill me, too. Who? Who did you think would kill you, Adam? His eyes red like fire. He's sleeping. We'll leave him. Let's go see Mr. Reed. Any Harrod. Any Harrod. <laughs> 
with you about this voyage. My compliments to the crew. It wasn't easy staying below for two weeks. <laughs> You've got that right. I still don't understand why we had to do it in the first place. Because our employer wanted no interaction with the Yankee spirit. He wanted to create an illusion of a ghost ship. He succeeded with that. I was beginning to believe it myself. Luther... I would be less than honest with you if I told you that this voyage wasn't giving me the... Jitters? <laughs> Roger, you must remember that we are on a merchant ship and have been hired to move a cargo from Alexandria to... To where? I don't know yet. That's what I mean. We don't even know where we're going to. Roger, you saw what we loaded on board last night. Do you have any idea what the Sphinx is worth? No, I don't. Priceless. What does that matter to us? We won't benefit from it. And we have to run it around in circles in the meantime. Who says we won't benefit from it? Our transport fee isn't worth what we just went through, and you know it. Being holed up below decks like animals for all that time and... <laughs> Roger, I'm disappointed in you. What? Do you think I'm doing this for a transport fee? I have other plans for the Sphinx. You can't sell it anywhere. Who can afford it? <laughs> Melt it down. Millions. Millions! What about our passenger? That old man? Do you have to ask? Cut his throat and over the side. No one will ever know. We have plenty of time for that. The sooner the better. He gives me the creeps. You are making good speed, Captain Penrose. You what? Any hurt? I didn't hear you come in. Didn't see him come in. Where did you come from? It is a small ship. And you were engaged in conversation. Carry on, Roger. I. We appear to be sailing on an irregular course, Captain. We are. I want to make sure we get as far away from the Yankee spirit as possible. You fear them. I don't fear anything. Then why do you care? I noticed that Captain Hawk had installed swivel guns on his ship. At least ten of them that I could see. We don't have any. So I want to avoid him till I can pull into Cyprus and arm the Black Arrow. Why have you no weapons? We've got weapons, but they're only small arms, pistols and rifles. And knives. That's right. So until I can get swivel guns on my decks, I want to avoid Captain Hawk. You know this man? I know him. When will you know he has given up the chase? I'll feel it. You can always tell when someone is sneaking up behind you. Not always, Captain. Not always. Sometimes one appears with the breeze or on the beams of the night moon. And when you discover them, it is too late. Much 
too late. What are we doing down here? I want you to see this thing. The captain said that no one is to come down here in the hole. Levi, it's my watch and I'm on guard to make sure no one pokes around down here. So we got nothing to worry about. Ow! Bang my knee. It's so dark down here. Look. There it is. Incredible. <laughs> Why, it's as dark as night, but I can see it. Solid gold, turquoise inlay, black onyx. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. John. Look at its eyes. Look over here, on the side. Hey! Whoa. Nothing. Nothing. Something wrong? Well, well it's, it's hard to see because it's so dark, but... What? I could have sworn that when I walked to the side, the eyes followed me. Huh? I could have sworn they moved. That's impossible. Did you hear that? Yeah. I must be the rats. <laughs> What is that? Look, the eyes, they're, they're glowing, glowing red. John, John, look, Levi, look, it's, it's... Captain Hawk. Yes, Mr. Cooper. Adam is awake. He's talking. Ah, very good. Any signs of the Black Arrow? Nothing. We'll look at the charts again over dinner. You've got the deck, Mr. Cooper. Aye, Captain. Mr. Dalton. Captain, we're under sail. Yes. Chasing the Black Arrow. Yes. Stone. We couldn't find him. I, I, I think, I think he's dead. I know he is. Adam, what happened? Tell me what happened. Well, I was on deck with stone. We had just looked over the rail and, and saw the sentries at the Sphinx. Then we walked to starboard and we saw the moon. It was bright orange and full. And the reflection on the water. Surreal. Mystical. I've never seen anything like it. Then Stone thought he heard something at the bow, so we went to look. I heard it too. I, I just thought it was a rat. It sounded like scurrying. But then I realized it sounded too heavy. Like a dog. Or... Or something larger. I looked over and saw Stone. He was standing looking at something. I called out to him, but just then... I, I heard a quiet scream from port. Where the, sentry, where the sentries were. I ran to the rail and looked over... I saw... I, I saw... One of them was already on the ground, and the other was was being mauled. I saw his face being torn away. But... But... Captain, he was... He was being killed by... By, by a shadow. It, it wasn't a man. It was just a large, dark mass. A haze. It had the shape of a man, but it... It, it was just... A shadow... Then the sentry fell to the ground, and I saw his shirt being torn open. A and then... Then his chest opened up. I, I, I've never seen anything like it. it. It was horrible. Blood everywhere. I turned to yell for stone, and, and when I turned... I was looking directly into two 
red eyes, narrow, evil, almost cat-like. But they were surrounded by dark, a shadow. For a moment, I thought I was bumping into a man. I felt something there, but there was nothing. Just those red eyes, embedded in a shadow. Something hit me on the side of my face. I heard chanting. I must have passed out. I remember waking, just for a moment. I was... I was in the air, high above the ship, as if someone were carrying me to the top of the mast. There was pressure on my neck, as if I were being strangled. Then the chanting stopped, and I must have passed out. The next thing I knew, I was here. You believe me, don't you, Captain? Oh, yes, Mr. Dalton, I believe you. I saw the two men who were killed. Between that and our disappearing guide who led us to the Valley of the Kings, I'd be a fool indeed not to believe you. How is he? Shaken, but he'll recover. Did he remember anything? He saw who killed our two sentries. Who? A shadow, Mr. Cooper. A shadow. Captain Penrose. Mr. Kelvin, have you found the two missing men? Aye, Captain. I wish to see them immediately. Deserting a watch is cause for They're the They're dead, sir. What? They're dead. We found them below in the hold. They were... They were mauled, as if by an animal. I've never seen anything like it. Mauled? How? Oh. Well, I want you to get hold you of you. You are still sailing in circles, Captain. You hear it? Yes. Yes, we are. Still running from Captain Hawk. Not running, sir. Trying to protect your precious cargo. For that, I thank you. If you'll excuse me. I just received some rather disturbing news about two of my crewmen, and I... How unfortunate. What? You said you received disturbing news. How unfortunate. Yes. Yes, it is. The men dead. Yes. What killed them? An animal. Roger. They were mole. We don't know yet who did it. Or what did it. Who or what. Yes. Yes. That would be disturbing. Mauled, you say? Yes. How long shall it be necessary to sail in circles, Captain? We can change course soon. And perhaps at that time you'll tell us where we are headed. Yes. Yes, I shall. Roger, I want to see the men. This way, sir. They're still where we found them. We'll talk to you soon, any it. Yes, Over here. Oh my 
We... we think it's Levi Harrison and John Morris. Who could tell? Look at this. Claw marks. And here, it looks like they've been... been... Gouged. We have a murderer on board, sir. You know, I once saw a rabbit who was killed by a large hawk. And these... Well, the rabbit looked like these men. Torn, gouged, and ripped to shreds. These men look as if they were killed by a giant bird. Or a maniac. These are not knife cuts, Roger. Or sword cuts, either. Sir, look at the side of the Sphinx. What? The side where the carvings are. What about the... Look, see that? Painted on the side with the onyx and turquoise inlay. A man with the head of a hawk. The beak. It looks like blood dripping from it. Get these two ready for burial, Mr. Calvin. I'm going to have a chat with any heret. What is it you wish to speak with me about, Captain? I have two dead men below. They were found under the Golden Sphinx, torn to shreds. As I said, how unfortunate. I was wondering if you had any idea on how they were killed. I? On the side of the Sphinx, there is an engraving. A man with the head of a hawk. Osiris. Who is Osiris? Osiris is the god of the dead. He watches over the netherworld. His son, Horus, is the head of a hawk. How is it that a carving in gold... Drips blood. Drips blood. That would be an impossibility, Captain. It was dripping blood. Perhaps it was blood that splattered from your unfortunate crewmen. Perhaps. Captain, are you suggesting that a carving on the Golden Sphinx killed your two men? It does sound a bit silly. Yes, it does. But I'm not ruling it out. There's something strange about that Sphinx. The only way a carving on the Sphinx could kill a man would be if it were commanded to do so by a god. Or if the carving itself were a god. The hold is now off limits. No one will be allowed near the Sphinx until we dock. That will include you. As you wish. I wish you would tell me our destination. London. We sail for London. Very good. Sail! Sail, Deniston! Captain Hawk. Kelvin, my glass. Here, sir. Captain Hawk, how do you do it? Mr. Kelvin, clap on all sail. Look alive! Sail on the horizon! Sir, there. See it? I see it, Mr. Cooper. My telescope, if you would. Here, sir. 
Thank you. Send for Mr. Reed, will you? Aye, sir. Captain, is it the Black Arrow? Mr. Dalton, you should be resting. I can't, sir. Is it the Black Arrow? It is. You sent for me, Captain. I did, Mr. Reed. The Black Arrow sails before us. I want full speed. Lay on as much sail as you can and close this gap. Aye, sir. All right, boys. We're laying on board. Your orders, sir. We shall search that ship and retrieve the Sphinx. Carry on. Aye. Mr. Dalton, in a few hours we shall catch up to that ship. That's what I'm afraid of. Listening to Yankee Clipper, The Adventure of the Golden Sphinx, starring J.T. Turner as Captain Martin Hawk, Joseph Zamparelli Jr. as Captain Luther Penrose, Jeremy Benson as Adam Dalton, Shane Clark as Cooper, and Sam Donato as Angus Reed. Co-starring were Craig Ciampa as Roger Calvin, Lincoln Clark as Professor Curtis, and Jim Murphy as Enie Harrett. Also heard was Matt Gelinas as Kemper. Yankee Clipper is written, produced, and directed by yours truly. Executive producer is Mark Vandenberg, and the music was by Jeffrey Gage. Join us again for the next exciting chapter, The Curse of Oripus, on Yankee Clipper, The Adventure of the Golden Sphinx. For the Colonial Radio Theater on the air, this is Jerry Robbins saying goodnight from Boston. And that was the second episode of Yankee Clipper from the Colonial Radio Theater. They've got so much cool stuff coming out. Uh, the latest is Zorro, uh, available right now for a short period of time on Lulu, lulu.com. And, of course, you can find out more about Colonial Radio at colonialradio.com. They've also uh, got a blog, and they're on the Spoken Network and other places, Audible, uh, Amazon, all over the place. Um, we'll be talking talking to them at Jerry Robbins, actually, Next week, uh, we'll also be featuring that uh, episode next week, the third episode of the Yankee Clipper series. And if you want more, um, I'll give you the links to uh, buy the whole program. All right, and if you can't wait for more, of course, do check out the blog and podcast, radiodramarevival.com, links to subscribe to the show, uh, reviews, articles, news, all kinds of fun stuff. You can also, of course, find us on iTunes, search for Radio Drama Revival. Radio Drama Revival originates in on-air terrestrial radio at WMPG, Greater Portland, Maine's community radio, and it is podcast as a labor of love by yours truly, Fred Greenhalgh, at radiodramarevival.com. Copyright of individual shows remains to their authors, but please share this podcast as far and wide as you would like. All right, that wraps it up for this week. Until next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great weekend.